0: oh my god penguins are cute but um we just watched that david attenborough thing which uh, is a combo with the bbc on apple plus and things like you just don't really think about which is noise underwater and the extraordinary volume of noise created by shipping and tourist boats and harbors that one of the things that really struck me when i was watching it was just that oh that <laughs> is there a squeaky toy in the background
1: no, we have a cavalcade of very, very loud birds oh, in the garden beautiful. at the moment. We've got collared doves, blackbirds, and sparrows all living in the space of around about a six foot square. That's
0: amazing. Um, it's amazing. It's quite, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, just that, wow, tourism, it really did make me, at the end of it, go, wow, I should just never go anywhere to look at anything.
1: This is a podcast in which two friends have serious conversations about silly things and silly conversations about serious things.
0: I'm Simon Ellis.
1: And I'm Lee Miller.
0: Welcome to Midlifeing.
1: Without meaning to, we've hit on something that I was thinking about this morning in the bath. And that's itchy feet. Because we kind of got there oh, last we did, week. didn't we? But we didn't, we didn't sort of bottom it. But I am curious about how itchy your feet get. And when do you know that it's time to move on?
0: Isn't it interesting that we use the phrase itchy feet, though? Yeah. I was actually reading this morning about the, the concept of the desire to itch. And scientists don't really know why. Why we do it. Why we have that desire. And it was the particular story was a person who had a chronically itchy um, forehead so bad that would scratch all through the night through their skull and cerebrospinal fluid would leak out.
1: Shut up. Yeah, I kid you not. Holy mo I thought you were going to say through the skin into the bone, but you're talking no, no. about through the bone. All the way through, the- yeah. While oh, that is so grim. Yeah, it is grim. And the discomfort that person must have been in. Gee whiz. Oh. Um, itchy feet. I mean, I'm presupposing that you have them, but you have moved from New Zealand to Australia, from Australia to the UK. And last week we were talking about the Opening. UK to Italy, perhaps. Mm. And so, you know, I'm just, what's, what do you think the driver is for you? Not, for, not like kind of a, a generalized why people want to move on, because lots of people don't. You know, lots of people stay in the town that they were born, and and there's a part of me that gets a little envious of that. Uh, the people who are staying put. And I find there's something about that that I find quite... Um, conceptually, at any rate, I think I find it quite um, appealing. Yeah, amazing. I think, I think in my body it would make me scratch through my skull to the cerebral spinal fluid.
0: Yeah, so... I don't know how to answer your question at all. I mean, certainly where do I feel, where do I, what is it that I'm noticing that makes me think maybe there's an opportunity or maybe there's something else somewhere else is, I think it's not necessarily about, in my experience, it hasn't been about what I've been doing. Meaning, I'm not leaving something as opposed to going to something, which I think is which is a little different from you know the what in New Zealand we call the big OE or Ooh, in Australia they thing? call the o- OS uh, overseas experience. Ah, ha, ha, ha. I don't know what OS. I just think Australians just mean overseas. I'm not quite sure what they, why they say that, but um, yeah, OE. It's you know it's a sort of a rite of passage for most most i wonder what percentage of new zealanders really Mm. but certainly those of us who went to university very common to finish university and then go and go and normally come back
1: so kind of an antipodean version of the grand tour kind of a finishing yeah it's it's, it's, education
0: it's it's, yes or it's recognizing that new zealand is uh as that Australian Prime Minister once said, the arse end of the world. And um, that it's all out there and you have to go to it to get a sense of what it is.
1: So in effect it's like the Amish's notion of rumspringer.
0: Rumspringer's it's a that's great you bring that up. Yes. Uh
1: I'm probably saying that wrong. I apologize to all our, Amish, or our listeners. Amish listeners. Yes, I have noticed a hey, lot well, of the, a lot of activity well, in Pennsylvania lately. If they're on their stringer, they might be listening to it. But if they're not, they won't be. No, it's true. Um,
0: actually, they do have an interesting relationship to technology. But that is a maybe. That's another uh, conversation. Um, yes, I think it is a little bit like it's like this deep recognition that New Zealand is tiny and disconnected you know clearly geographically disconnected yeah like an opening of one's eyes to the world and i did that i went to pennsylvania in fact i saw amish <laughs> i went and saw I, I played tourist in an Amish part of pennsylvania i was uh, at a teaching tennis at a at a summer camp in pennsylvania oh, nice. and we okay. took a car friends and i took took a car and we did go into a particular area where lots of amish people and looked at their buggies and carriages it was a pretty obnoxious thing to do i still remember the scowl on the face of one of these people as we looked yeah. at him i oh, just ugh, made me feel very ill at the time and makes me feel ill thinking about it yeah or more, more ill
1: but that's that thing about the tourist gaze isn't it that you know you you take you take your entitlement with you oh and that's that's the negative of it that you then impact on the people that you look at in a way that is just it's yeah.
0: ghastly it is ghastly. So, uh, yeah, it's a uh, but, but now I think, yeah, I think it's different in the sense that if we were talking about last week, it's more like I think, you know, because I'm increasingly interested in um, the value and the importance of the things we do with our hands, mm-hmm. which is the kind of the opposite of what being an academic is, really. Yeah, and and wondering you know also i think it's there's a certain amount of urgency and this is you know speaks to a podcast called midlifing uh which is oh yeah like you said last week it's only like 15 how many more how many more good years have i got yeah physically 20 25 if i'm lucky like norman 30
1: he was grouting around the pool today <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a bit a bit a bit lucky bit of unlucky there isn't it I phoned him up and I was like, uh, so how are you doing this morning? He said, I can't talk. I've got some grout. Don't want it to go uh, dry. Talk to your mother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye, Dad. <laughs> Mom, what's Dad up to? He's grouting around the pool.
0: And so if I bet the question back to you. Mm. Hey, you know, I, I had, a, I had. Um, this is a, there's a slight diversion, but I think it's a useful one. I went and met a friend this week. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? It was amazing. We, um, I just don't know how the English do it. I don't know how you all do it, but we sort of decided we'd have a picnic. And I, I don't know what it was uh. like, but it was fucking cold here. I mean, it was really cold. And so we went to Richmond Park and took a walk to try and get a bit warm and then sat down on a blanket. And then I just proceeded to um, get very, very cold while we were talking. It was lovely. But one of the things that uh, she said, which uh, I think was Interesting. She made a generalization, and I think it's, I think she would also call this a generalization, which is that women, when they're talking to each other, uh, face each other and talk to each other, and men, when they're talking to each other, sit side by side and talk about something else. And, you know, I was interested because whether or not I agree with it or not, but that here we are, uh, we're not face to face, we're not talking, we're, we tend to talk about things that are outside of us. And then I thought, well, maybe is that, is that
1: true? And I wonder what you thought of her, um, her generalization. I don't know about it as a gendered thing. Cause I'm not sure. I, I, Cause I can't live in, I can't live in her experience. I, I, I can only experience things from my own gender. Um, I know that when I speak to the person I speak to the most, who is a woman, we don't face each other. So we don't look at each other when we talk. we, we'll be lying next to each other in bed or we'll be on opposite sides of the room but usually not looking into each other's eyes yeah no so i so i i kind of i don't know if yeah i i don't know i mean i think she was meaning it i mean I,
0: I, she, maybe she'll uh correct me but
1: i thought she was meaning it more sort of metaphorically
0: in the sense of oh i see women are gotcha. talking about themselves to each other and okay. and they're directing their conversations about themselves, while men are like you know she used the example of sport. So two men sit next to each other and they're looking at sport and they're kind of going on about sport and blah 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 and there it is and what's why referee you know.
1: My experience of men is more often than not they are talking about themselves, um, and sometimes they're struggling to hear what the other person is saying about the other person. So it's two people monologuing about themselves near one another, which is a whole other thing. Yeah. I was reading, here we go, I just did, I broke the cardinal rule of what I was reading. I was reading about how you use language to become a charismatic leader. Not that I was trying to become a charismatic leader. <laughs> I just found what it. What kind a of elite. leader were you trying to become? I, oh, was, I don't want the
0: charismatic guy. I want,
1: I want the mopey. Yeah, I want to be a real emo leader. Um, did you say emo? I did. Oh, I'm <laughs> I sorry, said, like, everyone. I'm going to draw pictures to of take... crows and dye my hair. <laughs>
0: Let's start this meeting now. I hate this.
1: <laughs> I didn't ask to be born. <laughs> I put that at point four. Oh. Um, so, oh, goodness, that's terrible. I know that is a terrible generalization of I'm so sure there are many a cheery emo. <laughs> is that even a thing anymore? Is it even a thing? Anyway, um this this article was saying that if you want to if you want to be successfully Read as a charismatic leader, somebody who people want to fall in behind, mm. and this was like quite clearly it was it was kind of in a business light kind of context. It wasn't if you want to become the next David Koresh and <laughs> and have a um, a following that will drink the Kool Aid. I know I just I mixed my cultists. I apologize. <laughs> Jim Jones, drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> Is it David Koresh or David Koreshi? I, I remember, have an no eye on the idea. End. <laughs> And he—he he was the compound in Dallas, is that Yeah, it? I think uh, that's there. right. There's so many of them. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's not what you're thinking. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not planning on opening a new. Uh, a new Bob, you go to work. I'm going <laughs> to set up a cult. Yeah, but it was saying that I'd follow you, you though. Would... <laughs> oh, cheers! Just I would. You would if I abided by the rules of this of this article, which is you want to um inverse the use of narcissistic language so you don't want to say i've brought you here to talk about this thing i think it's really important that we work together to do this thing because it, it's something that i've been thinking about that we need to blah, blah 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 so that's narcissistic leadership you flip it if you want to be a charismatic leader and go you've been working really hard it's really important to recognize that you have been driving this project forward in a really positive way our customers are really happy We're grateful the for the you've work been you've done doing. so you make it talking about them and so you're supposed to flip the i think the I think the the narcissistic balance is uh two-thirds you one-third them and you're supposed to obviously flip it around as much as you possibly can
0: i just so want to know the context within which you were uh, reading this um...
1: i know it's really interesting how things find my, their way onto my uh onto iPad. my reading list yeah onto my ipad what did i click on at some point that made somebody think i would give a shit but or, but shit you did give shit it. give shit give i did 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 give shit? <laughs> I shit? Shit I did give.
0: <laughs> did shit <to> give <laughs> I? <laughs> I just I can I can just feel an excellent title for this episode. <laughs> so we somehow we've just <laughs> um did shit give did. <laughs> That sounded a bit like eat, pray, love In a weird way (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be my self Let's go eat pizza, I don't care (laughs) I I was thinking
1: it was going to be My my self-help manual (laughs) 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 Shit give I did (laughs)
0: <laughs> how to be a charismatic leader by by <laughs> Lee Miller. So I I totally diverted us because
1: I thought that was somehow relevant no, I about thought, this. I think but I think they, it's a really interesting diversion to come back to itchy feet. But I I, I think that idea of you know how how men do talk to one another. I'm I, I think I think they do talk about themselves. I think perhaps they talk about themselves to the exclusion of other stuff. I mm-hmm. think they might not be able to you know hear. I don't know. I don't know because hmm. We're having a conversation with each other. We are. that know... Go <laughs> just to check. But we know that it's going to be heard. It's it's a kind of a performed conversation, yeah, isn't absolutely. it? Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, it doesn't absolutely.
0: often feel like that,
1: I have to say. No, but there are moments where we've said to each other, oh, cut that out, cut. in the sense that you you know we know that there are things that we've said. And, and we have both said things that I have completely excised because I just thought, oh, that that exposes in a way that even with all the context in the world, they won't be able to get past that clunkiness of two friends being able to say weird things to one another.
0: Yeah, but you also, most of the things you've cut out about yourself have been when you've gone off on one about Boris Johnson. Let's be clear.
1: Yeah, mostly because I don't want to get... (laughs) Locked up ha, ha, ha. inciting violence. Um, but yeah, I remember yeah. when, when we first started to really become friends because mm. you did a really I don't know if we have talked about this on the podcast. You did a really generous thing for me, which was um, I was mm. Bob had got a job here in the southwest and I was still working in the Midlands, Midlands about yeah. a four and a half hour journey away. I'd managed to wangle a job half the week here and I kept my old job up there so I was like on a 0.5 contract in two different places and I had to be in one place on a Tuesday until quite late and then back in the other place yeah yeah so I kind of I had no you know I did I was traveling very late and you were worried about me falling asleep crashing the car and dying so on a couple of occasions I you yeah you volunteered your <laughs> your life to keep me awake and And actually, we started our conversations, nine hours worth of conversations in a week, side by side, looking forwards. Mm. And so I think that the idea of being next to one another when you were reporting what you and your friend had talked about on the picnic resonated because it reminded me of us being side by side. But I think that we talked about stuff. Mm. Not not just things. No, (laughs) Mm. Um, The Difference
0: Between Stuff and Things by Lee Miller and Simon Uh, Ellis. But
1: semantics aside, we were talking about we were well, we were starting to get to know one another, but we were also negotiating and dealing with things that were difficult.
0: Yes, it's true it's true my i mean i, I it's funny, isn't it? I, I only remember doing it once, but um
1: i I do remember
0: being two things, being surprised at being able to sustain a conversation with someone for so long. like the conversation was so much fun, like it was just mm-hmm. a complete pleasure. And so that was something. And yes, and the other thing was uh, the sense of becoming friends, even though we were colleagues up till then and I think we liked each other. It wasn't like we were... Oh, God, were, we were friendly. Yeah, yeah. but um, And we'd done things that friends would do. But yeah, yes, this absolutely. was more like a kind of a consolidation of friendship. Yes, it was... But I do remember laughing a lot and also being really surprised and just taking so much, so much pleasure in um, the uh, inanity and the... Uh, both inanity and also the depth of those comments, you know, that was that funny mix of, yeah. So anyway, we we were talking about, yes, side by side. Yeah. So I'm,
1: I'm not sure that, Hmm. I'm not sure. We don't talk about football either very much. Or, or that's because that would be a short conversation. Mm. If I was to be t- trying to talk to about football to anybody. Mm. I mean, it would literally be me going, uh, Gary Lineker. Yeah. He lives just I'll around go. the road. Does he? He does. He's much taller than mm. I would have thought. Oh, that's interesting. Well, they're either taller or shorter, aren't they? That's the way it goes. <laughs> the side-by-side thing was an
0: interrupt. Was a was not an interruption. It was an addition to the mm. itchy feet thing. And mm. I'd said something, and then you'd, you were going to, about to say something when I rudely...
1: Well, you'd actually asked me a question, and then you interrupted your own question. And do you remember? Do you remember the question I asked you? Yeah, you just said I want to flip it back on you. How do oh yes, you I betted it back to you. Yeah, uh, and and thankfully, um, <laughs> that gave me all this time to still not have a response <laughs> because <laughs> I um I don't I don't know what precipitates the feeling of needing to to move, and I do wonder if because I'm feeling very itchy right now. Yeah. And I wonder if that's partly to do with the fact that we've all been kind of housebound for over a year.
0: It's got to be. You'd think it would uh, play a part, yeah. wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, I, I think I think probably so. Um, but I also know that this is the longest I've lived anywhere. I've lived here for thirteen, nearly fourteen years now. That's really? Longest. So you mean even since you were since you were born? Oh, my parents moved around. Oh, that's right. Quite a lot when I was a kid. So I mean, flipping I think, houses. Yeah, yeah, before, I mean, before here, the longest I'd lived anywhere was eight years.
0: Wow, 14 years.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a a heckishly long time.
0: And so the, the itchy feet, is it, is it to leave that place, not the house necessarily, but the place?
1: Yeah. So it's not, it's not there's nothing specific to go to no no i think i think i'm not i i'm not looking for the o e yeah, yeah or the o s i'm not looking <laughs> for my rum springer i just i feel like okay, I was waiting outside for a delivery yesterday um because we live in a place which is really hard to find and somebody was delivering something and and it's easier just to stand outside the door and wait for them. Um, than it is to get multiple phone calls getting from people getting increasing irate that they don't know how to drop something off to you. So you know, so you just, I just stand on the high street, and about six or seven people in the space of maybe four or five minutes went past and went hi Lee, so blah, blah blah blah, and had a little chat with me, hmm. or beat the horn and waved, and and I had this sense of feeling. Deeply connected to a community, yeah, but also utterly over it. Oh, like oh, this this over... is such satur- over the idea of being here because it's, there's a saturation now. I know too many people. Oh, so you're too, too connected. Visible. Yeah, and I and I think that's probably why I was thinking about it this morning in the bath because that that surprised me because mm. I thought I'd always wanted that. You know, I thought I was. Up until we moved here, I was moving around because my mum and dad moved around. And then I was moving around because I was following educational opportunities. And then I was moving around because I was following work opportunities. And then we came here and for a variety of reasons, we settled. And we started to build a friendship group outside of work. So for the first time, I think, ever, I was talking to people who weren't academics. And so then our world got bigger.
0: I read a I, I read something recently about the idea that, you know, the grass is green on the other side. And it was a mm. little study which said that it actually is, meaning, uh, <laughs> meaning that it's a sort of, there's a perceptual thing about the, I can't remember. I'm going to put it in the show notes if this makes the cut, which is, uh, you know, something about the way uh, the angle of light uh, and our perception of grass underneath our feet compared with grass <laughs> away from us and that it actually does look greener. But I guess, I, you know, I was just thinking about um, is there a sense of
1: the itchiness, which is that there's something better? No. I don't think it's about that there's something better. I think that I, f- I feel slightly like I'm saturated. Wow. Like I can't soak anything more up. And I think it's sort of a little bit mm. like um, that's what I mean, like I was over it. Like yeah. I don't have the capacity to continue here. I feel, I feel really You've heavy. Absorbed as much as yeah. you can absorb absolutely so i feel heavy and leaden and i realize that and this is a really easy thing to say in the abstract because i don't i've not done it long term i've done it for like you know 3 or 4 months uh, 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 on the the bounce but not like extensively but i quite like being somewhere where i don't fully understand the language and i don't fully understand the customs and i quite like the idea of being slightly alien mm. there's something and i realize as i say that you are a little bit of an alien, well, that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say just saying that I enjoy it speaks to the explicit male white privilege that sits in my body that i can i I can idealize that idea of being other <laughs> because fundamentally, I never will be.
0: And I've been watching. Um, do you, have you heard of Masterclass?
1: No. Um, the no. It like no web, it's like know. a web. It's like
0: a web. It's like a
1: streaming service. Oh, for. but it's the thing that you sign up for, isn't it? And y- and you you can opt to yeah. Yep. I think y- Samuel L. L. Jackson did one.
0: Yes, there's you know, and I can learn to play tennis like Serena Williams. Uh, I haven't mm-hmm. watched that one yet. Or tell funny stories like David Sedaris. I have watched that one. He's very funny. Um, but I don't think it made me any funnier. Or well, wiser. the
1: jury's out. We're going to find out at the end of this episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not feeling any pressure at all, eh? Go, 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 And uh, we watched, uh, together we watched Yotam Otolengi, utterly predictable. Not him, but that we would watch him. And oh, yeah. then we've moved on to Apollonia
1: Pawlane. Is okay, a... before, before we go on to Apollonia, can I ask, how many times did Yotamotolengi say pomegranate molasses?
0: <laughs> we played it as a drinking game. <laughs> 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 he, he, did, he did mention it quite a bit, it's true. Um, oh my, the food that he cooked though. Oh, yeah. magnificent carrots like you've never seen carrots
1: his recipes when you can kind of sometimes it's like it feels like um it feels like a treasure hunt trying to find his ingredients yes
0: i've heard this criticism that's for sure
1: but also there are some recipes that are just so overwhelmingly simple but yield such amazing results there Mm. was one the other day in the guardian that i've made a couple of times now it's just like pasta with white miso a bit of maple syrup and some cherry tomatoes
0: oh i love that to think to put miso in yeah oh, it's
1: just and yeah. it is like oh but
0: i do you know my one complaint really would be and apollonia okay i'm not sure i'm pronouncing her name right um Pauline, she makes, makes the same thing and i think maybe it's a um maybe this happens all the time the cooks but uh what what is a pinch of salt according Ooh, to you that's
1: such a good question isn't it yeah that's my thing i just <laughs> yeah but that's it i think hmm, this maybe gets to a very interesting distinction between you and me in the kitchen i know uh, 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 that uh, 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 when you start <laughs> to talk about baking you will start to talk about percentages
0: oh yeah pa- baking bread. T- you
1: mean Absolutely, yeah. Baking bread. Sorry, I should have said baking bread. And you start to talk about hydration at 100%. And I just, I can hear you talking. And And you know know I'm saying words. But I just, my capacity to... I'm gonna say understand but I suspect it's an interest. <laughs> yeah, just sort of bleeds away. I'm like, oh, I don't, I, don't I don't, know. I really like making bread, but I don't think I've ever concerned myself with percentages. It's just like, does it feel like chewing gum when I finished? Yeah, it's, okay, it'll be fine. there was a problem. No, chewing gum is a good consistency for a, a sourdough. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Chewed chewing gum, obviously, <laughs> not just like yeah, <laughs> like a stick. That would be a problem. Yeah. Does it feel like a really hard piece of cardboard?
0: Yeah, but it, it, they're very. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to bring up to talk about percentages, but
1: they, they,
0: you know, like a pinch of salt is like three teaspoons.
1: Three I, teaspoons uh, is not a pinch of salt.
0: I mean, it's extraordinary. And Apollonia, God bless her, exactly the same. Really, that's not four tablespoons of water. That was half a cup. Like, they're so, I don't know, it's the glibness, it's the glibness, the the measuring glibness, I can't handle it. Yeah. Because they're saying one thing and doing another thing, and so the hypocrisy. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, the hypocrisy, the glibness. The, the, I think it's, it, it, is, it, is it the entitlement? Is the it the enti- privilege? It's the privilege. Thank it's the God privilege. we got to it.